What's up, guys? Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show, and this is Seth. And in the studio, sing beside me is the bearded one head, uh, bearded, bald headed one. I hope he's only. I have both hands. Oh uh, yes, he has both hands. Yeah, he's wow. wearing a hat to <laughs> cover amazing. up the did, baldness. Okay, mm-hmm. did we forget to? Uh, Hey, your microphone's off. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. Seth, did we forget to focus on our intro this time? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) In the green shirt and the red hair looking like a leprechaun, Brad Hudson. Or just someone in the Christmas spirit. (laughs) I was going for Christmas, but I'll I'll take St. Patrick's Day instead. That's a good second choice. You're welcome. And the guy pushing the buttons. The man who has the buttons pushed on him sometimes. Yeah, I do. Hey, everybody. Who's, who's working on getting us the He's Oscar Mayer wiener? I wish you would not say stuff like I'm that. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. He, he brings up these like weird dreams <laughs> that he has. He wants to do the show from inside the Oscar Mayer wiener mobile. You know that would He's be like, amazing. Steven, I believe is, in you. I know that you dream. can do it. That's just strange. Steven Spiegel! Thank you, guys. Thank you. Happy he finished. He got, he, got, he got Steven in there. Yes. <laughs> why do you want that to happen, Seth? Why wouldn't you want that to happen? I think the better question is, why would you? Why wouldn't you? Y'all wow. never okay, seen okay. the Oscar Mayer wiener. It's not that he doesn't want to. It's that That's just, like, basically impossible. Is it? Is anything impossible for Steven? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know I take these things as personal challenges, and I don't stop until they happen. That's right. right. And that's what through, I like about through you. Through Steven, all things are possible. No, no, no. I'm not there yet, guys. No, no. <laughs> yes. He says yes. Wow. That was fantastic. You're welcome. That Good was, move, Brad. Yeah. Also well, in the studio, we, yet. we have Marshall <laughs> Christian. And man, I don't know about y'all. I love Tuesdays. And one of the greatest reasons I love Tuesdays. Because that guy, Marco, that's back there. Oh, Marco's Pizza that's back there. Yeah. Woo! Right. That stuff that is guy. good. Hey, Brad, tell him how you feel He's about Marco's. Marco's is like, not only is it my favorite pizza, it's like if I, if I pick a place that I want to eat that's not my house, that would be it. Marco's Pizza. I believe Marcos. that. You know why I believe that? Because before the show, I was eating a piece of what the wonderful delivery man I always joke about JK Cool but it's not what what's his real name K- KJ Cool KJ Cool yeah Justin yeah Justin yes Justin name this pizza after me I appreciate it Justin you're amazing I know you're listening out there What did he name the pizza It's a, he just named it's this It's Seth's pizza It's my Seth's pizza, pizza. mm mm-hmm. Mhm you're if you ever go man, there, Justin. steak. As for the Seth pizza, which comes with only if Justin is taking your order. Yes, pepperoni, good. Italian sausage, and steak. Yes, mm. I said it, steak. And they have upgraded their quality of steak on that pizza. That's what Uh-oh. I was told today. I didn't think they could get any better than what was already there. But they but did. Yeah, they've upped it. And every week I eat this glorious pizza and it makes me so very happy. So it's anyway, Seth's pizza. Marcos. We should call it the varsity pizza. Yes. Ooh. I'm okay with that. I like the ring of that. I like it. Yep. So go so so if you get a chance, this pizza, the varsity pizza, is located at Marcos in Albertville, Alabama, in the shops of Albertville. You can call them at 256 660 Heavenly Angelic Pizza. Hey, let's go to Meme of the Week. Meme of the... Oh, I, It's Weem of the Meme. There you so. go. Yeah, I was waiting on that. Hey. Mm-hmm. There yep, you are. Yep. You never let me down. 
All right. Can you can you blow that no, up? No, no, you're gonna have to remember okay. what it is. I'm All playing. Right. There it is. Yeah. So <laughs> me me and ja- me and my boy Jameson over here. I've done this as long as he's been one of my youth leaders. And if you're out there and you're a vegan, you're the victim. You're the victim. We salute you. We're sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, but. Uh, Jameson, I send him all my vegan jokes, and there's a, a picture of a kid. All of them. Yes. With a hole in the door. <laughs> it's a mail it's slot. It's a mail slot. Yeah. Mail Not slot. just a random hole. And the, kids, <laughs> and the kid's hand sticking out of the mail slot, and it says, Random act of kindness, feeding pepperoni slices to our vegan neighbor's toddler through the mail slot. <laughs> That's good. I bet this could also get you... Um, in trouble with the police? You think so? The toddler doesn't like, have to I be taken. I feel like a stranger it. feeding a toddler through a through a mail slot. It's a little shady. What would the charge it's be? It's his though? neighbor, though. So it's um, his neighbor, so they know him. Okay. Of course, it's... maybe maybe they're gonna charge the parents for malnourishment because of. Come on, somebody! There it is. <laughs> hey, well, there... you can't be a vegan in Marshall County. I'm not kidding. Like, I, I've, I, I feel friend, bad. I've had friends that have tried, and hey, it's now, so hard. We can fry vegetables too. We don't have to just fry meat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the kids with the parents who are like, we have to have our. Our balanced organic diet, just 100% whole foods oh. shopping and everything. It's like, are you going to punish your kids for your life? You're going to punish your bank account. Yeah. I will tell you one thing. Hey, man, okay. That. So organic, uh, like we have a four-year-old, right? My daughter Grace and um, huh. these carrots. She loves to eat, right? You can tell the difference between just the regular store-bought carrots and the organic carrots. What's they the come difference? In the, it's just the store-bought, the regular ones taste like chemicals, mm. and the uh, the organic actually tastes like a carrot's supposed to taste. Try it next time. See see if you if you see the difference. I like my that carrots. That would be something I could do. If Taste I ate, test. If I yeah. ate carrots. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah. so. It's not green. <laughs> it's orange. So, I don't know. Same difference. <laughs> anyway, I love this meme so much. There's a guy on a bike, on a racing bike. is cycling bike. With a giant bear running behind him. It says, some days it's hard to find motivation, but some days motivation finds you. Amen. The bear's about to eat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be motivation for me. That's right. I would get out of the way. Yep. It's like that so, guy. All right, so have you guys seen, I should have sent this, the video of the man on the hang glider? Yeah. But, like, it takes off, and it's like the guy posted it, so you know he makes it through, but, yeah. like, it takes off, and immediately you realize something's wrong because the man is now clinging to his, like, hang glider pilot's leg yeah. hanging in midair mm-hmm. 400 feet over the plains of Switzerland. Yeah, like it's like that guy. Like he had this strength that he wouldn't have had unless he had that adrenaline rush. Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't be able to to run fast enough or cycle fast enough until yeah. a bear was chasing me. <laughs> the guy, the guy, the actual hang glider. Um, I don't know if you call him an instructor or what he is, but anyway, the guy who's over it forgot to clip this guy's harness in. <laughs> Whoops! And so yeah, his harness something. was completely loose. So this guy holds on to the bar, and uh, yeah, he suffers a broken wrist. But he's alive to tell I bet the story. He got fired that instructor would have suffered a lot time. more than a broken wrist if I'd have got. He has a broken wrist. <laughs> his, Empty wallet. His, from where he was clinging on, his bicep was torn. Yeah, like he he held on so tightly for so long that his bicep tore. And then he, when they get close enough to the ground, he drops and he like broke a few ribs and stuff. Yeah. But he's alive. Yeah, and I'm sure he's gonna be rich in a few in yeah a few months. I would be if that happened to me. <laughs> It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. Yes, it is. And on the phone is a varsity favorite, 
the man with the plan, Connor Reese. What up, everybody? Hey, yeah, I love hey. Connor. I love Connor. He is the man. I love Lamp. He's the man. <laughs> so, how's Christmas season going for the coolest guy at FCA? It is extremely busy, uh, but we are having a blast and uh, loving every bit of it. So, good. It's good. Have y'all uh, had your Christmas party yet at the FCA office? Um, no. Uh, so, something that we started a couple years ago is we have what we do. What we do is a Christmas Eve Eve, and it's where you know board members and just friends of FCA and just FCA staff. Uh, we get together, and uh, again, that'll be taking place like this coming Sunday. And uh, usually, we'll go get we'll go to a Mexican restaurant, and uh, and so uh, we we're expecting a big group, and looking forward to it. Cause nothing says Santa like Mexican food. Like Mexican hey, food. pro tip, <laughs> pro tip, Christmas pro tip. Christ, Christmas Eve Eve is called Christmas Adam. Oh yeah, I remember because that. Adam came before Eve. Oh, oh. Thank just, you, just thank you for that, Ren. Thank you. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Connor. Thanks. I love this guy. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, he's kind of a big deal. Uh, anyway, do you, wow. Do you yeah. eat Adam's apple pie on Christmas, Adam? Mm. Adam's apple pie. Oh, Adam's not in the studio. That's too, that's wow. too grisly yeah. for me. Mm. Hey, Connor. Yes, tell sir. us, tell us about the most exciting thing. This happened to you since we talked to you last, which has been a very, very too long of a time. <laughs> it has been a long time, but we have had a uh, we've had a ton of things go on since uh, the last time that we spoke, um, and uh, we are sending it out in a newsletter. Probably before, well, the last time we spoke has been over ninety days, and just in the past yes, it has. Days, it has. You know, I'm grateful yeah, that you have a long. countdown on that. That is. That's how I felt about it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been, it's definitely, it has to be past 90 days. And in the past 90 days, we've had uh, a ton of events. And uh, we've we've done the math, and we have ministered to over uh, 10,000 people in just the past 90 days. And that's wow. through events like, that's through events like our Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast that we have in different counties for a week uh, where students come and. And, uh, and then I also includes the Tim Tebow event that we had that was, uh, it was a huge success and we're so thankful for everyone that came to that and uh, just some other events that we've done. And again, it's been around 10,000 people uh, that we have, um, that we've ministered to and God continues to, to bless us in that way and just uh, continues to use us and we're so thankful uh, for that. Yeah. So all all of that is exciting. There's not one thing that is exciting, but everything uh, is exciting. So I'm always excited. That's it. I believe that, Connor. <laughs> Moral of the story. I'm always yeah. excited. You know, you you're an exciting guy to be around, though. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't like being. I do not like being boring. Okay. Yeah. I, you were not. And excited. You were not. You, <laughs> so I get it from uh, I get it from Coach Ken, our area director. Yeah, you ever meet him? That I guy, have. He is so full of energy, twenty four seven. Yeah, I don't know how he yeah. sleeps at night because he he's doesn't. So, he's so like yeah, hyped up all the time. He's like Elf had a th- a full yeah. thirty minutes of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
built a rocking horse. Yes. Wow. Hey, so so Connor, I've noticed that y'all are in a fundraising situation right now uh, on your yes, Facebook. Yes. It's been po- popping up, and I I want to say this: there's not many things. I mean, you just heard Connor; they've ministered to ten thousand people in the last ninety days. That's that's pretty impressive. That's amazing, and I say this about Fellowship of Christian Athletes: they get to be places that youth pastors only wish they were. Uh, and they get to touch students in such a powerful way. Uh, and so this holiday season, if you're looking to give, if you're looking to really make an effect and make a difference, can you tell them where they can give, Connor, and how they can give to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Yeah, and so just, just a little bit of detail about all this is every single year at the end of the year in in uh, December, we always have an end-of-the-year financial goal-slash-need that we do, and this year it's the biggest that it's ever been. It's uh, around $417,000, and uh, the update yesterday was we right now we're at 109000 and I saw that. Close to 110. Uh, yeah, I think we're close to 110, which today they haven't updated, so we might be over that. But, again, we continue to praise him for 109000 and we trust him for the, the 300 uh, plus that we still need. And um, so what, what this is and the reason that it's such a high number is this helps us just to get started for the 2019 um, calendar year, which uh, our year is kind of different. We start from... June until August of the next year instead of January to December. So that's how our year works at FCA. And uh, this is going to help launch us into this two, two, uh, 2019 year. And um, and so people that give, that, that support us financially, we don't really like to think of it as, you know, um, what's the word we always look for? People that, I guess, fund, fund us really. Yeah. We, we always think of it as a partnership right? because yeah. people are partnering with us because every single person that gives to us, whether, you know, whether it's a store that gives food for an Iron Bowl prayer breakfast or whether, you know, something like that, or whether they give it to us financially, um, they are with us each and every day, no matter where we're at. So if you support us financially, you are, you are on that school campus. You are, you know, you know, whenever we do ministers' lunches and whenever we do coaches' lunches, you are a part of that. And so it's not you funding us. It's really a partnership between yeah. FCA and the person that decides to give. And so if there's anyone that's interested in you know, partnering with us in ministry financially, they can go to NorthAlabamaFCA.org. And uh, I believe it's on the front, uh, the front page. Yeah. So, well, and, and I say this, Connor. Uh, I think there's some biblical backup to what you said with what y'all are doing. If they're giving, uh, the ministry you do, uh, they get credit for it too spiritually. It's it's not just it's not just financially, but biblically they get they get they get to help you do things that you never would have been able to do. Am I wrong? Amen. Exactly. I would 
I personally, I can, I can easily speak for myself as a college intern with FCA. I would not be with FCA if it weren't for people that, you know, financially supported us. That's so good. Well, Connor, as bad as I hate to do it, we're going to have to end this phone call. But, man, it's been so good to talk to you. Absolutely, and I, I'm thankful for y'all as well, and just thankful, uh, you know, for what y'all do and just the ministry that y'all have uh, in Marshall County. Yes, sir. Thank, thank y'all so much. Hey, thanks for being a part of it, Connor. It's been fun being a partner Absolutely. with you. I would say it's been Absolutely. sensational. Sensational. Can you give us that, oh. Connor? Come on. Sensational. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Absolutely. Connor. Absolutely. We so think you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> come visit us so and eat much. pizza with us soon, man. The what? I said come visit us and eat pizza with us soon. Listen, I'm always down for some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I love some pizza. Yeah. Especially pizza that is as good as Marco's pizza. Amen. Amen Marcos. to that. Marco's. Yeah. Hey, Connor, we're going to let you go, man. Thank you so much for calling in. All right. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Love you, man. And speaking of Marco's Pizza, it is Marco's Pizza, but it is also Marco's Salads, Marco's Desserts, Marco's Subs, Marco's Sides, Marco's Beverages, and pizza to top that all off. Yeah. And stuff to go in that stuff that tops it all off. Toppings. And yeah. a lot of them. A lot of good toppings. They are just the they most slam your fan- pizza full fantastic. Of- Toppings. Like it's hard to pick up without dropping like, toppings. It really is. Toppings, if they put topping. any more toppings on this pizza, the fire marshal would be called because it would be packed <laughs> to maximum capacity. It is. It is. <laughs> but, it's breaking the fire code. <laughs> the fire code. Fire or pizza. Fire pizza, yeah. fire pizza code. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they are located at seventy three sixty Highway four thirty one Suite eleven in Albertville, Alabama. That's in the shoppies Very of Albertville. That's right. Hey, and if you go there, tell them that you heard about them on the Varsity Radio Show. All right, Jameson's racing to the microphone. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. He made it. Made Santa it. Santa and his elf are beside me. Wow. Great. That Great. was only a matter of time. Oh, oh my you know? gosh. That was, was my boy Ricky. Yeah, said, Ricky Phillips called that. It. Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> if there's a turd on your doorstep, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to. We had this video I saw that was absolutely hilarious. And so you're going to hear it. And uh, I'm hmm. going to give you game, game by game play. So there's what, four choir boys, Steven? Yep, there are four choir boys. And uh, I'll go ahead and flip this camera around so people on Facebook Live can take a look at this. Steven, so. can you they narrate seem... that for us? Uh, no, I okay. can't. You know it better than I do. All right, well, let's... there's all right. So this is like a really like awesome college like music department or something. <laughs> and I believe it's the so, Catholic like, Church. So like, well, it's a, it's a college. It's a Catholic college is or something. It? But okay. um, the professor was like. When the voice isn't high enough, we're going to move to a tank of helium to help with the peach. <laughs> Wait, so the peach. The peach. Is this a, is this a Catholic school in Georgia? No, no, no. Go, go ahead, go ahead and hit the play button. The peach. And me and Brad, me and Brad are going to walk you through. So, so this man is holding a balloon behind his back right here. You notice his arm is gone. Yes. You only notice oh. if you're on our Facebook. Yeah. It live also right now. says when you can't hit that high note. Here it comes. Ready and he's taking the helium man. There he goes. There. <laughs> he hit that note with the help of helium. 
I can hit that without healing. We're not even breaking a smile, guys. This is great. Thank you. This sounds like Thank King's, you King's College, College Chapel. Yes. Wow. Wow. Awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> Well, you know that was great, Steven. That's 36 yeah. seconds. I'll never get back. I know. What you Do think? not try this What'd at you, home. This, this, why? Why would you not? Steven, what you die. think of that? That was amazing. I never would have thought of using helium to get that high. We're about to play another video if you don't stop. The transformative oh, power it's of classical music. Hit cancel. Hit cancel. Hit cancel. Cancel. cancel it's quick. A TED talk. <laughs> Hurry. Cancel it. <laughs> hey, I'm paying a lot of money to UAH. For a lot of my professors to be using TED Talks. Oh my gosh. Wow. I have friends that are like, hey man. Like, it's a very like helpful send, classroom tool. They'll they'll send me links to TED Talks and then I unfriend them. Like, see, Brad. It. Is that how people like finish their political arguments down Brad, yeah. TED Talk? Here's I've, a TED Talk. Brad, I can't I've, explain how I feel, but he can. Brad, I, I feel like you could do a TED Talk. I feel like you totally I could would, pull it I, off. He could do a Give red me talk. a topic and I'll do a red talk. A red talk? A red talk. Okay. That's a red talk, yeah. He's yeah. got red hair. It's a red it's talk. the red hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I got it. Give me a topic. All right. Hey, I'll we're... Pre- I'll prepare one. Uh, <laughs> do one on Marco's Pizza. Yes. Ooh. Uh, nice. <laughs> I need something I can back with, like, stats. <laughs> well, Marco's sure Pizza find... can be backed with stats. It was mm-hmm. ranked America's be... number oh, one yeah. pizza. America's number one pizza. Number voted, one. Voted by the people who eat pizza in America. It's That's not right. It's not voted by the people who voted UCF as national champion. Amen to that. Legitimate. Hey, the college one. football playoff selection committee says that by Marco's the way, Pizza is the number one right. pizza in the United States. By the way, let us, uh, let us pray that LSU beats the snot out of UCF coming up very shortly. And now, today's clutch moment. Hello. All right, there we are. Hey. I'm back. Yo. Hello. Hello? <laughs> During that break? <laughs> I think you wanted to go You were hello. supposed to say hello. 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 There you go. Okay. During that break, I was chowing down on some Marco's pizza. So was I. Never regret. And it was fantastic. Never but regrettable. But don't, don't take our word for it. Try it yourself. Get on the phone. Get on Marcos.com. Do something to go experience Marcos. If you don't like going places, call 256-660-5666 and the place will come to you. And the place will come to you. That's a fantastic the solution. The shops of Albertville. <laughs> they, will, they will transplant. We didn't say Ross and TJ Maxx and PetSmart will be at your door. We said Marcos will be at your door. They will be at your door and they will give you pizza. That's two five six 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 zero five six six six. Order your favorite pizza. Talk to those friendly people over there. If you do like going places, they have an awesome dining room where you can sit down and eat some pizza with a you know soda machine out there, so refillable drinks and a TV. It's a good spot. Or you Screen can bring television. someone with you to eat. You don't have to yeah, use a soda can, machine. It's a nice place to have a date. <laughs> if you anyway, have a date with the soda machine, please <laughs> the, the please, big Pepsi. Please machine don't tell there. us about it. Anyway, yes, no, we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> please send you, please send all inquiries and stories to Seth Henniger at thevarsityradio.com. Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay, so let's get on to Clutch. And I want to talk about, as you can imagine, Christmas. Mm. Christmas. Creative. Le- le- yes. I know, right? So Luke 2.11, the Savior. Yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. This moment in Scripture is one that changes everything for us. This this is the moment that God begins the restoration with us to Him. 
And so I, I just I want to start with these guys. We were kind of talking about it before the break. Tell me one of your Christmas traditions that you do every year that you would be, I mean, you would be devastated if you didn't do it every year. Brad? On Christmas Eve night, the whole, um, my whole mom's side of the family will gather in one place, whether it be our house or it used to be my grandparents' house or for a couple of years it was. We all just gather in a place and we just catch up. We don't see each other that often. You know, as, as close as we are, we could see each other more, but this is, I guess, the, the holiday is the excuse to, to, to meet up. So I always enjoy that. Yeah. Jameson? Um, well, this is kind of a, it's, when my grandparents were alive, we would call each other as soon as it was like Christmas Eve, like sometimes it got ungodly in the morning, um, <laughs> but you would call on Christmas Eve and if you were the first to call and say Christmas Eve gift, you owed the other person a gift by Christmas Eve. And, um... Yeah, that would that was fun. We don't really do it that much anymore, um, but I think it would have to be that. And we we usually play uh, Pictionary on Christmas nice. Eve when we get together with my family. Nice. It's either Pictionary or some other board game that that Jameson's bad at, and we all just make fun of him. <laughs> so it seems every year like no one <laughs> yes. picks the game Jameson's good at. I think part of the Christmas what game tradition. Are what at? game is, are you good at? I'm good at like, apples. Apples. I'm good at oh, yeah. you know, like you where know. you get to use your sense of humor. Yes. Yeah, but if I have to like think, no, I think that's no what good. they do. We find the one game Jameson is like horrible at. Here, let's <laughs> let's give him a game where he has to draw something, and I'm just like, <laughs> my sister's an artist, and I'm like, great. How am I going to win this? Yeah. Anyway, Jameson does stick finger Pictionary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, tell us about one of your traditions you'd be devastated oh, without. One of our traditions is with our daughter, Grace, we just uh, kind of go over the, the Christmas story the night before Christmas. So, yeah. Nice. Yep. Fantastic. We it's do that. A lot of fun. And we drink sparkling grape juice. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So, Christmas Eve night, <laughs> you know, my, my parents are usually like, you know, wrapping last second gifts for Getting the people crazy. who are tomorrow for us and everything. But we all, before we go to bed, after we get home from Christmas Eve or after we clean up that was at our house, we'll all just sit down on the couch together. We'll get Sparkling Welch's grape juice. It's good. It's been in the fridge for like four days, so it's nice and crisp. Yes. And then we pour it up and we sit there (laughs) and Dad gets the big big family Bible and reads the Luke Luke chapter 2 account of the Christmas story. It's fantastic. Yep. So my favorite is coming up this Saturday. This is my Christmas on my mom's side, and we eat barbecue and have shrimp while we're waiting for the barbecue hmm. on sticks wrapped in bacon and wonderful, glorious things. Is this Memorial Day or Christmas? No, no, no. This is this is July. This is Heaven Day for me. So you know, and then my uh mom's side of the family they tell stories about my grandmother and grandfather that are no longer alive but hilarious they had me laughing so hard guys uh, a few years ago i went home just i just couldn't breathe i was laughing so hard <laughs> just some of these stories uh but i love that i absolutely love that now that i have a son like steven said trying to make traditions for him you know Hmm. We went to Christmas in the park this last How was that? Week. It was great. Put a little reindeer hat on my son. He jingled. 
<laughs> Let him run around on a leash. Yes, I put my son on oh, a leash. Oh, no. He's got... Uh, did you ever do that with Grace? No. Did Sarah put you and my daughter on a leash? <laughs> he likes that better than the stroller. Yeah. So, it lets him run. Did anyone put you on a leash, Seth? Probably. No? It's uh, very likely. I was never leashed. <laughs> now, sometimes lashed. I was un- <laughs> I was unleashed, and I kept coming back. Yes. Um. So, he, had, he has this little monkey backpack thing, and it has... Uh, a leash that we can hold on to him. Where it's he a fancy it. leash. It's a vine. It's a fancy leash. <laughs> it's some, it's he not, thinks it's awesome. It's okay, to, it's to distract his son from thinking, "Hey, That's... I'm attached to my parents." <laughs> no, it's I'm wearing a monkey. It's backpack. one long umbilical cord dressed as a monkey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Anyway, okay. Just kidding, Sarah. So, Just kidding. Uh, I it's better than the stroller when he's screaming and won't sit in it. So uh, I don't blame you there. Anyway, I would scream if someone put me in a stroller too. Yeah, so Painful. I give him more reason to scream. Oh, <laughs> I would enjoy <laughs> riding in the stroller. I'll give you something to scream about. <laughs> exactly. There you go. That's right. We just went full redneck there. Yes, anyway, roll time. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> roll time. <laughs> so, so, in what ways uh, does your family actually involve and celebrate Jesus every Christmas, Brad? Um, oh, I didn't say that in my favorite tradition because I saw the next question and it was going to be That's because okay, my family be this one because my family sits down on Christmas Eve night and we read the Luke two account of I the, heard that. Of the birth. so that was that was what I was going to answer for that one. Good um, answer. Yep. So. Good answer. We do that usually on Christmas morning, like like it's usually me, mom, and dad, and we we all gather around the Christmas breakfast and, and read Luke two, and then we devour pancakes. So. That is very mm. biblical. Mm-hmm. The pancakes? Or Let there be sure. pancakes. Sure. I think I believe Jesus would do that. That's eat, pretty awesome. Eat, that's, in, that's, in Genesis, that's in Genesis 0. Verse. <laughs> Let that's there the be pancakes. That's right. And book if your Bible Brad. has the book of Brad, you have you have a misprint. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite book is Second Opinions. Second Oh. <laughs> Somebody's been you listening. guys. That, that that's a pastor <laughs> joke, right there. That it was is. good. That was good. Anyway, Stephen. Uh, so ask the question one more time. I think you kind of <laughs> answered it. Yeah, I did. In what ways does your family actually involve and celebrate yeah. Jesus every Christmas? Reading the Christmas story, just letting Grace know that the reason for the season is really it's all about Jesus. We don't we don't even tell her, uh, you know, about Santa Claus. Really, we don't try to perpetuate that. Yeah. If if she believes in that, it's, uh, we don't push it on her. Yeah. So yeah, it's just one of those things. Santa don't Claus, try to shove it down their throat, give, right? Santa Claus I don't want to give Santa Christmas magic. Kids, Let's if see. you're out there and you believe in Santa Claus, he's real. So uh, yeah, you you don't want to shove Santa down anybody's throat. You no. just you just want to live it in front of them. And that's I'm not right. giving Santa credit for buying my kids presents. That's that's good. <laughs> Santa didn't work. Santa for that. doesn't I buy did, anything. Right? He <laughs> makes yeah. his elves make it. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's part of the Christmas spirit for me. It's kind of weird. The magic of it that we perpetuate. A man that I don't know where that came takes from. Takes credit from, is... for slave labor. Ooh, like, <laughs> I can hear something. Up. Yo, wait, wait. That sounds something like else. that sounds like Willy Wonka in the chocolate You got something else. <laughs> something else I want to point out here. If Santa knows who's naughty and nice, right? yes, the yes. whole premise of he knows he sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake, sees when you've been naughty and nice. Yeah. If he knew all that, then he knew Rudolph was being bullied. He knew it because he was bullying yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Why didn't he do anything about it? 
That Where movie. You on that he, one, he was part of the group. In that movie, he was part of the problem. This is why we celebrate. I don't know. This is why we celebrate Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because Jesus loved Rudolph. That's right. And his red nose. That's Jesus right. Created Rudolph. Amen. And his red nose. Absolutely. That's right. Anyway. So, I don't know if y'all watched that movie recently, but man. This conversation <laughs> has gone downhill. <laughs> yeah, it has. So, let's finish. Back to Clutch. Anyway, so. We were doing Clutch. Oh, I'm sorry. So, we should never. Here's here's what I'm saying. We should never forget how important this moment is in history. The birth of Jesus and how much his story changes ours. Right? So, here's my last question to you guys. is How can you, all of you, include Jesus more this year than you ever have before what are what ways do you think you can make him more the focal point than he's ever been I won't call you by name you just go I ahead think and going out me. and continually there's there's opportunities to to show the love of Christ all over Christmas I feel like maybe going out of your way more than you have this year whether it's sacrificing a day of shopping or whatever you're doing to reach out to someone who needs it, um, like lonely people who who live here at home. Like there's there's single there's probably a single person in your church that doesn't have anybody to spend Christmas with. Reach out to them and be like, hey, we're having Christmas Eve dinner. Why don't you come join us? No one needs to be alone on Christmas. You know that kind of thing. I feel like just living living it out and being the hands and feet as much as you can this Christmas season is uh, is a good way to do that. Yeah, ditto. That's my answer. Great too. answer. <laughs> Brad? Um, think about how stressed out you are like near the 24th and the 25th. Think about how crazy you're going trying to get those last second preparations in. Um, and if you're not a procrastinator, think about how crazy you are right now. <laughs> like, think about how, how how like worried you are about everything, but just take a second, take a, take a minute, take an hour maybe even, mm-hmm. if you have that kind of time. Make the time. Yeah, make it. And just and think about what it, like we hear it's like Jesus is the the reason. thing that we sell the like the <clears throat> the reason that we celebrate Christmas. Think about what that means. Like think about like the foretold savior of the universe came and was born, became man so that so that he could take on the punishment for all of our sins. Think about what it means, not just that it is. Mm-hmm. So ju- just take a moment and think about that. Yeah, Christmas is not about stress. I, I think that's that's something else we need to keep in mind. Is if because I've I've been guilty. I was guilty of it two days ago. Uh, I'm I'm one of the procrastinators who just who started Christmas shopping Saturday, um, and I started <laughs> letting the stress of everything get to me. And I, I said something to somebody, and I said something to somebody in a in a store that was checking me out, and they said, "Hey, man, Christmas isn't about stress." Don't don't let. I mean, it it caught me off guard, and I, I kind of felt convicted after I walked out of there because I mean he was right. I'm not supposed to be stressed out and worried about all this other ancillary garbage. This this is about Jesus, and it's about what he what he did for us. Because without this story, we wouldn't have one to tell. Hmm. Which brings me to my last point this Christmas. Don't forget Jesus. Try and add more of him. Make a difference. Don't wait for someone else to do it. You do it. Hmm. Merry Christmas, varsity crowd. <laughs> We're so glad that you listen. And we'll be back in a minute with some amazing Marshall Christian athletes. 
It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. And in the studio with us from Marshall Christian is Noah Williams and Chance Dindy. And you should have heard me trying to get their names with Steven doing the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer long version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. What? Noah? Yeah, uh, like the guy with the boat. Williams? Uh, like April, who's the DJ here in the mornings. Chance? Okay. Uh, the rapper? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Dindy. Oh, I don't know about oh, uh, <laughs> Restaurant. Call, you call that a knife? Restaurant. No, Dundee. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Anyway, Noah, how are you, man? Doing good. How y'all doing? I am fantastic. So tell me, when did you get involved with basketball? How long have you been doing it? Uh, I think I've been in basketball at MCS for about four years now. I think this might be my fourth year. Fourth year. Um, this is your junior year, right? Uh, my sophomore year. Sophomore. Oh, wow. Wow. Sophomore, yeah. It's a lot of fun. How about you, Chance? Uh, I've been playing with Marshall Christian since rec ball. Rec and then ball. came through on junior high and varsity now. Yeah? And and how old are I mean, what grade are you in? I'm a junior now. You're a junior. Wow. And what position do you play? Uh, I play the point guard most of the time. Uh, center. Center. All right. So, with that being said, what do you like about your respective positions? Uh, I like being able to run the offenses, and I like knowing all the offenses because when I played football, I played like quarterback and running back, and I had to coordinate a lot of that. And just I just like being able to see and know where everybody's supposed to be and how it goes. Nice. Cool. Uh, when you're playing center, you may think you're not going to get the ball a lot, but you get a lot of chances to get easy buckets because you can put it back in when everybody mm-hmm. misses. So you get a lot of rebounds and you can put it back easy. Okay. Um, what game have you? I guess you guys. You guys haven't. You guys have started, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget. It's December. They're in where, the middle of where season. Where has time gone? All right, is has there been a game so far, or is there a game that you guys have yet to play that you circled before the beginning of the year that you're like, I want that team. Uh, I think it, was, it has to be Tabernacle that they're circled Everybody, twice. I knew that was going to be the answer. Every yes. Marshall Christian person. <laughs> yeah. What is it about Tabernacle? Tabernacle, they have your number. Why, why are you guys throwing so much shade at, at Tabernacle? Uh, what is it? It's, it's a long history. Um, as long as we've been going up there, it's always been a, it's always been a tough atmosphere to play in, which which is our, I respect that, but it's, it's always the 50-50 calls. Usually it's split, but... It's more of a 75 to 25 there. So oh, okay. It's, it's tough to play through the crowd and the players and, I don't know, just, just bad experiences when I've been but, there. But you like to go quiet then when you're there, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I like playing them in uh, games that matter, like postseason. That's the best time to play them because mm. then when you put them out, nothing better than that feeling. <laughs> Is there any smack talk that happens on social media that you can... Um, I personally don't have social media just because it's never been my thing. But uh, I, I don't know that there's much going on on social media chance no one's blasting anybody on twitter nothing like that not that i know of yeah man yeah. no tea well, to be i just here. rather let my play doing the talk oh yeah. he just go. dropped the quote right there tabernacle they're looking at you <laughs> they ain't scared they ain't never scared also, we don't like having to run extra for smack talk on social media because oh, coach doesn't tolerate uh, okay. come on okay come on that's why so, it's called a burner account <laughs> yeah so what is <laughs> What is your schedule, uh, win loss schedule, look like this year so far? Right now we're uh, four and five, four and five. But we got we let a few of them slip away. Yeah, yeah. they've been close games, or they have. Okay. And uh, part of that is we've got a couple new players, so we're just trying to learn how to play together. Mm-hmm. So I think in January that 
win-loss record is going to get a lot better. Okay. And I think we have 11 games in January, so we got a jam-packed schedule. Yeah. A lot of chances to improve and get better and uh, just do what we're supposed to and play ball. Yeah. How much senior leadership do you guys have on the team? We have zero. <laughs> that would be so, none. <laughs> okay, so you as a junior like, and being an upperclassman, or do you guys even care about that? Is it like who's got the most experience and who like takes the horns there and just leads the team? Is that that sort of dynamic going it, on? It's not so much as uh, a lot of public schools I've heard is uh, that it, the seniors control everything and it goes, it's not, it's not like a pecking order, it's just the people who are the most experienced and that know the most about what they're doing. They're usually the ones that run it and the ones that, that carry things out. Like, me and Chance are actually the captains of the team. Okay. So uh, we do a lot of the off-the-court stuff, but we do the on-court things as well. Do you so. feel that pressure to, like, to be the leaders and to make sure that, that people are in their, in their I, places I doing don't. what they do? And, like, do you hold people accountable for that? Like, if you see, like, some guys slacking off or not giving effort, you call them out? Like, We do make sure. We do hold each other accountable. That's one of our big things. Um we can't have liabilities on mm-hmm. the team. We have to keep each other accountable as well as keep yourself accountable. Is that on and off the court? Or? Yes. 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 That's one thing that uh, our coach kind of nailed into us the last couple years is uh, make sure that you do the right stuff on and off the court. It's not just about what you do on the court. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we try to hold each other accountable and hold each other up to high standards because, you know, we're supposed to be better people. And we're supposed to do what we're supposed to so you're talking a lot about your coach. What would you say is the greatest lesson he's ever taught you and your team? Chance. Um, coach Thacker, he's brought to us more of to teach us how to grow up when we play basketball. We're not so much as just run down and shoot it anymore. He teaches us we actually have to run an offense. We have to be accountable, and we have to be a little more experienced so we can beat the teams like Tabernacle and the better teams in the conference yeah one thing he likes to talk about a lot is uh mental toughness and being mentally prepared for a game that's a that's something that he's really put into us and that applies on and off the court Mm -hmm. to me so elaborate a little bit on what mental toughness means because i feel like people that have never played a sport Mm -hmm. they may not understand what that means or how how that can really impact how a game goes so being mentally tough, going into a hostile place, um, you've obviously got you've got the crowd that's yelling at you. You've got the other players sometimes that like to talk smack. And um, being mentally tough, you just have to know that it's going to be like that. And some places, the rest, you don't get all the calls that you think you should get. And you just have to be prepared and not let that affect your game. If you just go and play ball and you don't let outside things such as the, the refs, the players, or the crowd, if you don't let that get into your head, and that's kind of what I deem as being mentally tough and mentally prepared. You just you just go in there with the attitude that I'm going to play my game and I'm not going to let anybody else affect me. That's kind of my definition of mental toughness. Uh, my definition is that you're not going to get every call when you go on the road. You're not going to get them all when you play at home, but you got to fight through that. Whether you're up by 20 or down by 20, you got to keep a level head. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't matter if the team's doing good or not but you have to stay the course and stay level-headed so what would you say is the most frustrating call that you've had a ref make in a game (laughs) that changed changed the game for you or something like that but it was just so frustrating (laughs) something that challenged your mental toughness yes oh i've got it right here um whenever we played tabernacle Uh, ah, there it is uh we had I tried to draw a charge and i didn't get it and he said that you were half a step late and i was like okay and then um, 
You tried to draw a charge? I tried to draw a charge. Okay. I tried to take one. And um, they called it a block, which I was okay with because that was my first foul. It was in the first quarter. Not a big deal. But then we went down, um, and I think we missed a shot. And then we came back, and I was just playing defense, and they called me for another block, which, okay, I- I'll take that one. But then the next time, like a few possessions later, I go down the court, and I'm dribbling, and I dribble by a guy, and he trips and falls over his own feet, and he falls backwards, and they call a charge on me on the exact same thing that I did, or that they did to me, and they called the block on me, and it was infuriating, so that they pinned me with uh, three fouls within the first ten minutes of the game. Oh my god! And Coach Stacker, I you bet just, your coach was livid. Yeah, and... That's actually exactly where I was going. He never, Chance can attest to this, he never gets upset or mad at rest, but he was livid after that call. <laughs> I've never seen him so angry or aggravated at I a don't, call. I don't think there ever, I've ever seen basketball coaches get fired up more than when refs just start handing out fouls, especially to one player mm-hmm. that early in a game. And I didn't do anything to earn it. I didn't talk bad to the rest because that's, I've done that before and it never gets you anywhere no, no. Uh, I, I'm not seem respectful to the rest and all the players but they On just the nailed bench. me <laughs> <laughs> nailed me three quick times Chance uh, mine would be that uh, I got a foul and then I asked the ref if it was on me or if it was on my teammate and he said it, was on my, it wasn't on me so I'm thinking alright well I got four and then two seconds later they're blowing the horn saying that I fouled out so I mean uh, I would like to stay in the game obviously <laughs> so it was what team were you playing there it, that was not tabernacle <laughs> for once, oh, for once. <laughs> so uh i i like to ask this question because it lets me know about a lot about you what would you say is your favorite sports movie and what has it taught you not, it, it doesn't have to be about your sport. It doesn't have to be about basketball. But what has it taught you as an athlete? Chance, you can go first. Um, I would go with Facing the Giants is a good one. Um, actually, I'll go with The Blind Side. I like that story because um, he, he didn't come from the, the best background, but he, he made it through, and uh, he did what he was supposed to, and he met, bettered his situation. Uh, mine would have to be uh, Road to Glory. It's about a team back in the 60s, and um, <clears throat> they faced a lot of adversity um, on and off the court, and um, they just fought through it. And the coach, he, he didn't want the team to play like they were used to playing. He wanted them to play strictly by the book. But um, they ended up making it to the championship, and the coach, and that was after the coach had given them some, some leeway to play the way that they wanted to play. And they had to just fight through a bunch of stuff on and off the court. Um, and it's just kind of helped me to think about, I'm not the only one going through something. I'm not the only one that has to face stuff. Like, they had to face stuff every day just for something silly. But people still gave them a hard time about it. And they fought through it, and they ended up accomplishing their goal of uh, winning the championship. This just kind of helps me when I'm, I'm having a bad night or having a bad day in life. And I just think back to them and how much they had to go through just to get where they were. And uh, it's just really inspiring to me. So good. You know what else is inspiring? Marco's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever been inspired so much by by cheese, dough, and various meats packed to the brim, to, to the brim of the pizza, which we will say packed to the crust. Uh, but they have more than pizza there at Marco's. They have salads, desserts, they have subs, they have sides, and they have beverages. 
Uh, they're located at 7360 <laughs> Alabama Highway 431, Suite 11, in the Shoppies of Albertville. Their phone number is 256-660-5666. If you have a minute, just uh, give them a call. And uh, they they may give you pizza in exchange for this phone call. <laughs> if you're not familiar with how a financial transaction <laughs> is is done, they will walk you through that because that's just the kind of people they are at the Marco's Pizza. Guys, how did y'all like your pizza? It was phenomenal. I've never had steak before, so oh. it was a it was a change. Like, it's it not pretty good. Isn't never had good? steak on a pizza, or just steak in general. Steak on a pizza. Okay, yeah, that was a nice change. He, <laughs> Seth was right; it really did change my life. It was so like, good. Go no, there so and tell good. them the varsity sent you, yeah. and you want steak on your pizza. Give it, and they will give you steak on your pizza. I want steak, and I want it now. All right, I'm so glad that we're back with the amazing Noah Williams and Chance Dindy. So, guys, I want to ask you this. What is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in practice, during a game, on the bus, or any of the above that you can share on Christian radio? Yes. <laughs> Chance, you go first. Uh, one time I scored on the wrong basket. <laughs> yes. My man. I like it. Hey, man, scoring, scoring, right? That's right. When you win, you win, right? Did we, you win I, that I, game? I don't think we won. That was the bad Did part. Did you lose by two points? No, it was, it was, uh, no, it was worse than that. Okay. That's, good, that's good, a good, good thing. It wasn't my fault, you know. Yeah. Just partially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, I don't know of anything in particular, but I know that I have airballed my share of threes. So that's always embarrassing. And free throws. Because I struggle with free throws sometimes. Speaking of Markel Fultz, um, <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a Markel Fultz joke cracked earlier. If you don't know who Markel Fultz is, Google him. Uh, you'll see the strangest free throw follow through you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it turns out the man had like a torn rotator cuff. There's some sort of crazy shoulder injury that made him... Another day I'm incredibly grateful for yeah. Steven looking is up something M- I have Markel. no idea. Markel? No, something wrong. Oh, yeah, I've got, okay, got, got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Cool. And there he is. Thank you. That's okay, speaking great. of the NBA, <laughs> what are your favorite teams? And in- wait, we didn't get Hold his on. most embarrassing I'm, moment. No, he did. He said yeah. he airballed stuff. And a lot. you? Yeah. He's scoring on the wrong goal. All right, go where, ahead. Where were you? I don't know. <laughs> uh, who are your favorite? What are your favorite NBA teams? If you have them, and who are your favorite players? Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite team because I just like to watch good basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't like to watch the ball games. Those get kind of boring. Yeah. Um, I like to watch the Warriors play when they play good ball, but when they're not as horrendous to watch. Um, I like Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. uh, just the way that he handles the ball. And then um, Kawhi Leonard, because I'm a defensive player, so okay. I like some good defense. Uh, do you like the way he laughs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I can say that I do, because I've never seen it before. You've but, never heard the man laugh? Uh, Cue that up. <laughs> Steven. It is the most disturbing. Steven's thing. working on free throws right now. Oh, my bad. My bad. See, <laughs> I'm making uh, Kawhi Leonard laugh. Okay. I've barely it's, seen him smile. I don't like, know that I've seen him laugh. It's like K W A H I. Okay. I love Jameson's pronunciation of names. K W. Yeah, that's it. That's got to be. Ah. It. Yeah. So we're gonna listen to a laugh in a second. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, there, there was. Kawhi Leonard laugh. 
<laughs> and sure enough, there's a video for it. Thank the Lord. Right. Uh, let's see. Media days. Surely there's no cussing in this, I right? don't believe there is. <laughs> if there is, then, well, it's been fun on the varsity, ladies and gentlemen. I've enjoyed You're fired. my stay. <laughs> there we go. What would you like people to know about you? <laughs> and sure enough, there's a video for it. Thank the oh, Lord. Oh, sorry, guys. Well, I can guy. hear myself. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, he doesn't look like he does. I mean, there's just more question you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> yes! Hold on, it gets worse. It gets much worse. He's right there. The glasses, there you go. Oh, wait. Oh, this is the wrong video. But there's another one where it's much... It almost sounds like he throws up and laughs at the same time. He goes... And I mean, like, when I heard it, I was like, what just came out of his mouth? I just don't think he's used to laughing or smiling for that matter. Not at all. Now, this is, yeah, part of the video, part of the, the laugh we just heard. I'm a fun guy. Yeah. Um, I'll try to find yeah, a bigger awesome. compilation, guys. You guys go ahead and talk. That's, that's I'll work my magic brilliant. behind the scenes. Anyway. Yep. This is why we love Steven Spiegel. He makes it happen. Thank you, sir. Just, just like he's going to make the Wienermobile Varsity <laughs> <laughs> Radio oh Show episode happen. You're not going to let that go, are if, you? If no. That, if that happens, <laughs> even if I'm in Austria, I will fly back <laughs> to be a part of the show. <laughs> you know you want that, right? Wow. Come on. Mm. Hey, you know what would make that better, Stephen? What? If we took it through the safari part. Oh, anyway. my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Okay. He's trying to get a suit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Caleb, go ahead and answer. Uh, favorite NBA team players? Uh, the Lakers and Kobe. Kobe. All right. <coughs> Man, it's rare to hear somebody say Kobe. No, like, especially your age, because I feel like most kids have forgotten who that is. Well, I think he's one of the best, mm-hmm. if not the best. Excuse ever. me. Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Five rings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about Kobe, my man. I was talking about Jordan. Well, he's saying if he's oh, gonna, Kobe, I, I, he's picking Kobe. I forgot the six rings. I mean, sorry. Like, Jordan has six, sorry. but, but sorry. I love that. that's that's the best response you can give as a Kobe fan is five. Except Kobe, he did Jordan that one has time. six. So anyway, no. there, was, there was a time somebody asked Kobe something like, "What would you say to so and so and about whether you're the greatest player or better? If you're better than LeBron, I forgot what it was, but he just said I'd tell him to count to five. It's it's very savage. Anyway, uh, so all right, no, uh, I don't know. I can't I can't speak much on behalf of Michael Jordan, but I have seen LeBron play, and the way that he commands the games is. Uh, pretty good, I think, to say the least. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's not fair for me to choose because I've never. Seen I wasn't Michael- a part of the Michael Jordan era. No, you weren't. I got so. you. Yeah, that's fine. I uh, think I think that's kind of fair because he was amazing. Like <laughs> Seth has written a letter to Michael Jordan. I have. Uh, we've talked about this several times on the varsity. I am a major Michael Jordan fan. Um, Actual evidence. Did you guys see the other day? The, uh, <laughs> Did you guys see where he slapped one? Because he owns the Charlotte Hornets. Did you see where he slapped one of his players? I think it was uh, Malik Monk. Yeah. I I think he slapped that. him in the back of the head. No, I didn't see that. Like, forget another go. dumb <laughs> foul. Thank you, Steven. <laughs> 
Stephen's fingers are very busy right now. <laughs> I'm not sure what you what you say to that. If Michael Jordan slaps you, you on the back of the head, you on the back of the head, you just go sit down. Like, I, I think you say thank you, sir, and continue <laughs> your day. And there it is, no. There, there oh, we go. My head was graced with the slap of your hand. Yeah, that's probably the best thing that ever happened to that guy's basketball career. Is Michael <laughs> Jordan slapped him in the back of the head. I'm gonna say, just please don't trade me. <laughs> yeah, don't trade me. yeah. Please yeah. keep paying me. Because the guy thought the game was over and he was running out onto the court or he thought he'd been subbed in and he ran out onto the court and he got teched for it. And that's when uh, Michael Jordan, I mean, it was a it was a joking kind of gesture. It was like half joking, half not. But slapped him in the back of the head and was like, bruh. <laughs> uh, oh, good. We get. Maybe we'll see it. Here we go. Here we go. Ah. I'm, I'm getting it. Ah. Here we go. It's right there. Right. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? <laughs> he slaps him. He missed that time. Then he comes back and <laughs> it's like, bro, wow. you gotta pay attention. And he's trying to he's play Michael his case Jordan. to Michael Jordan, and it's like he's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Hey, stop talking. I want you to show Noah and Chance some uh, replay footage of Jordan from the day. Okay. Well, he's unbelievable. Well, while he's looking for that, we anyway, can ask more questions. Okay. We're going to. So, we'll, we'll shift to some other basketball questions. Uh, as far as, like, college basketball goes, do you guys follow any college ball? Like, uh, Yeah, I do a little bit. I, I do. Okay. So, I guess you guys have heard of a guy called Zion Williamson who plays for, for the Duke Blue Devils there in uh, Durham, North Carolina. Um, along with several other Incredible prospects that Duke, Duke's just incredibly stacked this year. If you guys didn't know, um, one, two, and three. Yeah. Uh huh. So, you are most years. Um, but like, if if Zion Williamson is driving the lane, are you gonna be a man and take the charge? Or are you gonna <laughs> wuss out and move? Well, right now, I would get dunked on because that means I'm going viral. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But in college, I'm definitely moving out of the way. Really? You're not going to be a man and take a charge? No, because I'm not ready to retire. If you get dunked on by Zion, you just... <laughs> man said, I'm not ready to retire. <laughs> what about you, Caleb? I saw a uh, video that, or a stat that said that if you take a charge from him, it's the same force as getting hit by a Jeep. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm definitely wow. getting out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm dumb enough to be like, I'm going to take it like a man. I may look like a moron, but you know what? Ain't no one going to be able to say that I didn't take a charge. It's like homie said, you go viral. I want you to go back to that last one. I want him to see that. Anyway, uh, Seth is trying to educate them about ancient history. I am educating them of why LeBron doesn't stand a chance against Jordan, neither does Kobe. So, uh, anyway. uh, (laughs) uh, How do you feel about that chance? Yeah. I don't know. Kobe and Mike played each other. As long as LeBron is under Kobe, I'm good. (laughs) That's right. Which one did you want to see? I want him to see the... Yeah. Just like, he can watch all of them. Hey, in a minute, we're going to go to break, but let's ask one final question. What would you like to see basketball? I mean, where would you like to see it take you? Do you Would you like to play in college? Would you... You want to go to the league. Thank you. I mean, where do you want to see this, uh, this sport take you? Well, me being more of a naturally gifted no. guy in football, basketball to me is just um, somewhere for me to have fun. Like, I try my hardest, and I want to excel at everything that I do. But um, I'm not really looking for basketball to be my career or anything. I'm not even looking for football to be my career because um, 
I just I don't I'm not confident in my ability to make it to that highest level. So I mean I I kind of just do it for fun because I'm only gonna be young one time and I'm only gonna get to do something like this for a couple of years. So I just want to take advantage of all the time that I can and doing all the things that I can while I'm still able to. So I'm not really looking for it as a career. I mean it'd be nice to be able to play a game like this for the rest of my life, but the chances of that are slim to none for a smaller and less athletic person like me. So. Chance? I'm not looking for it to go anywhere past high school, but it's brought friendships and mm-hmm. it's taught me a lot of lessons that are necessary in life. So, I mean, it's brought me a lot farther than I thought it would when oh. I started. So good. Well, awesome, guys. It has been fantastic to have you on here. It's been a uh, pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thank and you. and uh, we, we love your school and we hope that you beat Tabernacle relentlessly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tabernacle, if you're listening, yeah. and you got athletes. Yeah, give us a call because we I don't know. I kind of think it'd be fun to stir this pot, get this thing going back and forth. <laughs> uh, uh, that's just me personally, but mental toughness. Seth, Seth is time. not saying anything. Yeah, I, I I hope Tabernacle goes down hard. Oh wow, we don't want your athletes. We just want you to lose. Apparently, that's right. So <laughs> go, Marshall Christian. <laughs> Go Stallions! Go Stallions! It's time for the Varsity Freestyle! Yes, it is. And my boy Brad be leading the way. Yeah, so so the way this works is that we have um, an admit to ticket to Boaz 9 Cinema, so that's two tickets. Admit to. Admit to. Not Advent, even though this is Christmas, this is Admit. Yes. Not Christmas. There you go. Theater. Movies. Absolutely. Admittance. Thank you for the... <laughs> the Jameson is the detail. <laughs> go ahead, Brad. Anyway. You got this confused. Before everybody quits listening, go ahead, Brad. <laughs> so there's two That's tickets to mean. give away. <laughs> go ahead, Brad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question. And you'll provide and the answer. That's how this works. You're going to answer the question after you call 256... 505 Love this music. After you call 256-505-0885, I'll ask that question again, and you'll answer that question. Then I'll ask another question, and you'll answer that question. Then I'll ask another question, and you'll answer that question. If you answer all three questions correct, you're the winner of two tickets to Boaz 9 Cinema. Why don't you ask that first question, my friend? The first question, what is the largest planet in our solar system? Ooh. Largest planet in our solar system. If you've got the answer, we've got movie tickets. 256 582 No. 256 505 No, zero. 0885. 256 If you're calling the other one, you're going to get 12, the same place. It'll be a different. Somewhere there's 12 people getting, like, some dry cleaner is being inundated uh-huh. <laughs> with, like, random phone no. calls of people going. The, oh, the answer to this question. <laughs> 0885. Sorry. If you call 256-505-0885 and tell me what the largest planet in our solar system is, you're just two questions away at that point from two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. So what is the largest planet in our solar system? Hint. In the second grade, all of the girls in my class reminded all of the guys in my class that girls go to college to get more knowledge. But boys go to this place to get more stupider. 
<laughs> so girls go to college to get more knowledge, and boys go to this place to get more stupider. Ah. So that's that was the uh, that was the thing to say when you were yeah, in second grade. But you know where they don't go to get more stupider? Marco's Pizza. That's right. They go to Marco's for their pizza, their salads, dessert, subs, sides, and beverages. Uh, they are located at 7360 Alabama Highway 431 Suite. Oh, so sweet. 11 in Alberville, Alabama in the Shoppies or Shops is Shoppies. Shoppies of Alberville. <laughs> They're t- like a true Italian. Shoppies. Shoppies. <laughs> their, their, their number is 256 660 And if you can squeeze another six into that phone number, you go right ahead. <laughs> Um, I just realized that it's 666 twice. Um, nothing bad. They do have the holiest pizza, though. Nothing bad happens when you dial this number. Only good things happen. Uh, because good, hot, steamy, delicious hot, things. Hot, steamy, delicious pizza. We have a caller that knows what the largest... <laughs> no. Super... <laughs> no. We don't. Are you sure? Hey, Ricky. Hold on. Hey, Ricky. We definitely had a caller... But not for what we were calling about. (laughs) We had a caller. I was right. Seth is wrong. Let the record show. Okay. Anyway, in short, go get some Marco's pizza and make yourself happy this holiday season. Ricky. Hey. Hey, so we have some games. (laughs) We have some games we're going to pick here. And they're not reindeer games either. So, Brad. All right. So we're going to pick eight bowl games. But first... The winner of this year's competition before these bowl games was Seth. By yes! Two games. Ricky was second Seth. place. I was third place behind Ricky by two games, so it was four games from the lead. And then nice. Vanderbilt and then Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Lee Corso, then Jameson. Oh, 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 that hurt. Did I hear Ooh. dumpster fire? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh. our postseason winner-takes-all championship series. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start, uh, he we're just won start the regular season. by picking the Music City Bowl. Congratulations, Auburn, for uh, your, your season that got you to Nashville. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is um, the, pa- the the perennial powerhouse. Good joke, Brad. The, per- <laughs> the Purdue Boilermakers uh, Whatever versus that the Auburn Tigers. In, in, in the one, the only Music City Bowl. What do you think, Auburn Ricky? Is favored by Auburn's three and favored and by three and a half. What do you think, Ricky? Oh, Auburn will definitely be Purdue. Purdue. You think so? I'm taking yeah, Auburn easy in this game. Yeah. Purdue has been playing clutch against the big teams, like whipping Ohio State by 29 points. Who else did they whip, though? Um, I, I will say. They beat, like, Indiana. Um, they beat Iowa State, who beat somebody... Go ahead, Jameson. I believe they beat Iowa as well. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, Probably. I will say I hope Auburn wins. Yeah, and I think they will. But Purdue has been very clutch, and uh, they have a very special young man who's battling cancer that I think they will absolutely go all out for in this bowl game—a chance to beat an SEC team. Uh, so I'm going to go with Purdue. Hmm. Don't give me that. My dad is a really big Auburn fan, and he was provided free tickets to this game and had to think about going. (laughs) (laughs) And that is a true story, but they decided to go. Is he going? He's going with my my younger brother. All right, I'm I'm going Auburn. 
Auburn. All right, yeah. so the next mm-hmm. game that we're going to pick is the uh, Citrus Bowl. Yeah. It is number 14-ranked Kentucky. Uh, uh, and number 12-ranked Penn State. Penn State's favored by 6.5. This game is on New Year's, New Year's Day at 12 p.m. I say Penn State wins this game. I think... I think and I hope that Kentucky wins this game. So I'm picking Kentucky. I'm going Kentucky. How about you, Rick? Um, I really, I did my pick on ESPN, and I really wanted to pick all the SEC teams. But this game, I did not feel good about Kentucky. Um, I'm going Penn State. Penn State. Yeah, I yeah. see. Brad gave us all wrong names over there. I see. I see. It's a, that's a that's a tough game to pick. I, I mean, really messed up this this sheet of names yeah. here. I put Stephen instead of Seth, and then I put so Ricky okay, Stephen. You're really Jameson. cool. I'll take that one. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, our the third game that we're picking uh, would be the Peach Bowl. Number ten, Florida. Number seven, Michigan. Michigan's favored by seven and a half in this game. It's eleven a.m. on December the twenty ninth. Hmm. Michigan seven. is favored by seven and a half. Right. Uh, I don't think Florida is going to have this one pulled together. I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like Michigan will uh, will win this one. What do you think, Ricky? I need I need insight uh, on this one. I off. think Michigan as well. I think their defense is a, is, is okay. I mean, it's not like they played anybody all year, but. But yeah, when Michigan. yeah, when Florida doesn't have a quarterback, that helps their defense out a whole lot. So yeah, what do you think, Brad? I'm I'm taking Michigan. Unfortunately, easy in this game. I, I wish the SEC would beat all the Big Ten teams, but this one's just me too. Not one that's gonna me happen. Too. And I'm gonna go Michigan. All right. Uh, the next game that we're gonna pick is uh, the Rose Bowl, number nine, Washington, number six, Ohio State. Oh, that's easy for me. Ohio State. See, Ohio State's only favored by six and a half, but I have to agree. Mm. I think Ohio State, this being Urban Meyer's last game, the emotion's going to be high, and I feel like this going to dominate it. And I, I just don't feel like Washington's played very well this season, so uh, I'm going to pick Ohio State. Yeah. Ricky? Ohio State, yeah. I think they're winning, too. I'm taking Ohio State as well. Uh, let's see. The next game we're going to pick is the Sugar Bowl. Number 15, Texas. Number 5, Georgia. I'm picking Georgia. This one's easy for me. Georgia's up. Georgia devastates Texas. I mean, just destroys them. They're favored by 13, but I feel like they will more than cover the spread. Easy. Um, I'm going to go Georgia. I wish Florida was playing Texas and Michigan was playing Georgia. Oh, man, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Because then we'd get two SEC wins. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like... But, like, Florida and Georgia, I mean, Florida and Texas would just kind of be, like, two blind pigs fighting each other. And then, you know, Michigan and Georgia, that would be, like, a good football game. I feel like the, the whoever whoever picked these matchups was like, hey, let's make the SEC lose a bunch this year. <laughs> let's see what we can do to make the SEC lose. Um, uh, SEC won't lose this one, though, Georgia. All right, so the sixth out of eight. Oh, my goodness. Out of eight games that we're going to pick is uh, number 11, LSU. Number eight, the reigning national champions, <laughs> UCF. Hold on, I threw up in my if mouth. Fiesta Bowl. Delusional. <laughs> Fiesta Bowl and uh, LSU is favored by seven and a half. I'm going game. LSU. If UCF is a national LSU, champion, listen, I'm the sexiest man alive. That's listen, like, I mean, LSU, please win this game. <laughs> 
please not only win this. I heard that. That was hilarious. Please not only win this game, devastate UCF. Somebody needs to do it. I'm taking UCF in this game. See, Ricky, I want to hear I, I, wanna... I don't like UCF. They've got the streak. They've got something to be playing for. LSU season didn't go like, like they wanted to. But I feel like LSU's got something. They're, they're the ones who are provided the opportunity to, to shush the... Yeah, and I feel like they don't want to be the team, the SEC team. Uh, well, the, I mean, second the, straight, SEC the second team. straight, the second SEC year team. in a row. Yeah, you see what um, happened to last SEC team that got beat by UCF? <laughs> <laughs> they made them the national champions. They gave which their is head coach insane. an extension. Anyway, yeah, um, Ricky, I want your thoughts on this because UCF is favored by seven and a half points. No, they're not. They're they're uh, the underdog, seven and a half. Well, are you sure? Yep. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, I read Plus that. Nine. I read that incorrectly. I apologize. Uh, but Ricky, I'd still like to get your thoughts on this game. I don't, I don't like UCF in this game. Although, if they do win, they might have a better chance of playing Alabama next year, and I would love to break <laughs> I would love that also. <laughs> if we do beat them, do we get to strip that quote-unquote championship from 2017? No, they did beat Auburn. I mean, they're so good. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> I mean, like... Kind of like the GED equivalent of the national championship. Good job. Anyway. Good joke. Managed Good to beat joke. Alabama in the day. Got my Iron Bowl list. I can. Yeah. I can make that joke. Okay. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, so did, did everybody pick LSU? Uh, I'm picking LSU. LSU. All right. So I took UCF. Uh, it looks like I may be last place in this. Now I'm looking at it. Uh, anyway, number seven. Uh, there's the seventh game that we're gonna pick. Uh, is the Cotton Bowl. Um, the first of the two uh, college football playoff games. Uh, number three, Notre Dame versus number two, Clemson. Clemson's favored by almost two touchdowns, 13 and a half. Man, I'm taking Clemson easily in this game. This one will not be close. I do want to play Notre Dame really bad. Yeah, though. me I too. Think, I'm, I'm taking Clemson as well. I feel like Notre Dame's had far too many struggle wins. Uh to, to be competitive in this one. Ricky? Uh, I feel like Clemson is going to win, but like, I also feel like there's some kind of like mystical leprechaun in the air. So <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like this, I don't feel like there's going to be another Alabama-Clemson game. So, so I'm going to go with Notre Dame. You're picking no- Notre Dame. All right. Notre I'm, Dame. I'm going to pick Clemson. Okay. Uh, uh, I I do not want to see another Alabama Clemson matchup. I don't Me either. either. I really don't. What I especially don't want to see is uh, Oklahoma versus fill in the blank. No, no. Which brings us to our next game. And historically, in bowl season, Oklahoma seems to be Alabama's bowl weakness. We one time we were in a glorified one consolation time. game. Historically, yeah, one time. I don't know. I I I'm uneasy about playing Oklahoma, but I know that Alabama will win. And I know that the uh, air quotes Heisman Trophy winner will be on his butt a few times. <laughs> I honestly game. feel like that's going to be the motivation for the defense to destroy Kyler Murray. I think they're coming out nasty. Take his will. What do you they think? should. Take his And dignity. I hope they do. I hope you see the nastiest Bama defense of the year. He's going to be one of those quarterbacks walking around with the green stains all over his That's pants right. and numbers I, and stuff. I hope he... The green stains on his jersey, the brown ones on his pants. Hey. <laughs> now hear this. I hope we make him cry like Tim Tebow. Anyway. Oh, uh, that's, so... <laughs> that's so 2008. <laughs> but it's true. Nine. Yeah. I'm, Nine. I'm, I'm going Alabama, obviously. 
Okay, Rick, I want I want your thoughts. The last time Ricky picked against Alabama, he they was won. wrong. He was wrong. Have you learned your lesson? He was happy he was wrong on that one. Oh, I was happy I was wrong. And don't get me wrong, I still think that Georgia was the better team in that game. But, anyways, that's the fact. But Jalen. I'm glad. Yeah, thanks to Jalen. He brought us through. Uh, I'm definitely taking Alabama, but I do hope that... Uh, I mean, I want to see both quarterbacks do good, so I'd, I'd love a 100-point game. I want to see Kyler Murray have under 100 yards passing and negative yards rushing. That's, what, that's see, what I want to see. I would love for us to shut them out. Me too. I don't know. That would give me so much gratification. That's next to impossible. Uh, you know this is this is one of those games where they're going to come out and impossible. score first thing, and we're going to be you, like, look, Alabama fans are going to be like, ugh. Because they're going to score like the first. I know it. I just know it. I mean, honestly, if they want to get into a shootout with us, we can do that. This year. I mean, we've done it. I, I, I don't know. I just. If it's if it's close, both teams have scored at least 40 points is my prediction. Yeah, I feel like it's Alabama's game to lose. As long as Alabama doesn't beat their self, I feel like I don't feel like we can lose. Anyway, that's just, those are my thoughts. All right. Hopefully, Kyler Murray will be entering the MLB draft at the end of the season. I hope that's how I hope that's how much damage we inflict. That's right. Not not physical damage, just like emotionally scar him, make him scared to play football again. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm done now. All right. Okay, Brad. All right. So I've got Alabama. So those are our eight games that we're picking this time. Um. So congratulations, Seth, again for winning that. Thanks, um, man. Brad Buzzer Beater. We're ready for that horn. There we go. That means that it's time for me to tell you that you can find us on Facebook. Unofficial, the Varsity Radio Show. You can find us on Instagram, Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885. All those will have, we have updates um, on what's going on, athletes coming in, funny funny things that we see that we might feature on the show. Um, go like our page, follow our page, uh, whatever platform that you use, go do that. Uh, and catch our Facebook live stream that's actually up right now because we're still going. Um, mm-hmm. So those going will be posted. Strong. And then we have podcasts on iTunes and Google Play. So go to iTunes Podcasts, go to Google Play Podcasts, depending on um, which platform you use there. Subscribe to our podcasts and listen. Those are posted the day after the show. So thank you for joining us on the show today. We had fun. It was a fun show. And, and sad news, the varsity will not be here next week. But 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 it's Christmas, so there's the bonus. <laughs> right, Steven? That's right. That's right. Hey, we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have a Merry Christmas. Uh, you stay classy, and don't you go changing.